We thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house again. It's just such a blessing coming in, fellowshipping, visiting with everybody and seeing everybody cheer. And glad to see every person cheering, especially our visitors. Thank the Lord for our visitors. It's good to be here tonight. And uh, uh, some of our folks uh, is over at Lighthouse tonight. Uh, Trey's over there. Trey's, uh, Chris Page had called uh, Trey and asked me to preach over there tonight. And so we want to pray for them as well as praying for this service. But I want to read a scripture in the first chapter of the book of Revelations in the Bible. And the last part of the 17th verse and then the 18th verse in chapter 1. And Jesus, uh, the Christ, our Messiah, our Lord, he said this. Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Watch, that's some powerful scripture. Let's all stand for just a moment of prayer. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father. Uh, thank you for your word. It uplifts us and encourages us and helps us and uh, gives us information we need, Lord. And, and those verses I just read, they were just such a thrill to me earlier today. And then again, when I shared them tonight, God, I, I pray today that you just bless us and help us to worship you in spirit and in truth and help us just get the world off our minds and get heaven on our mind. God, we pray and we ask you to bless us according to your uh, great, wonderful spirit. Help us here tonight. Help them over at Lighthouse. And God, we pray tonight that you just bless us in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir, Brother Taylor. Page 121. Page 
seems like I'm a little extra nervous today. I, I typically don't don't really get nervous up in front of people or anything, but uh, when it's doing something for the Lord, I, there's a little bit of nervousness and uh, uh, there should be some humbleness in there too. Uh, but um, I'd like to welcome all of our visitors tonight. Um, just uh, if you know the Lord, join in and fellowship and serve serve the Lord. So uh, we'll ask everyone to stand. We'll um, ask if anyone's got an unspoken prayer request. Any spoken prayer request? Pray for the family of uh, Tim Barnes that passed on. Uh, I'll give, at the end of service, I'll give uh, uh, more complete uh, information, but uh, Tim's going to have a viewing here Friday from 1 to 3. And uh, also pray for the family of Preacher Perry Blue. Uh, used to pastor Harmony Church in Dayton. He passed on. Mm-hmm. And uh, his funeral's going to be at 1 o'clock Friday down there at a funeral home. But I'll, I'll give the name of the funeral home. We're going to have an hour of viewing <clears throat> before the funeral, uh, viewing from 12 to 1, and his funeral's at 1. But I'll give the name of the funeral home and address at the end of service. But pray for both those families. Yeah. And, uh, and let's pray for this service tonight. And uh, let's keep praying for our lost people. Amen. I appreciate that God's been saving some folks. And I thank the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but we got a lot of folks that needs the Lord, and let's really let's lift them up in our prayers to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let's remember all those requests. Let's remember Marissa. Anyone else? Mike Nichols today and him and Marianne still sick. They were sick Sunday and they're still sick today. So pray for Mike and Marianne Nichols. And uh, Lynn and I went out to try to visit Neil and Patty today and Kathy Lynn answered the door and she said, oh, we can't come in. I said, Dad's got COVID. So uh, Neil Sr.'s got COVID. So pray for them. And and that's, I've just touched uh, just a fraction of the people we got mm-hmm. sick, but that's pray for all of them. Yeah. <clears throat> has any loss. Brother Ryan, lead us in prayer. Father, I pray now that 
that you just bless in every effort in this service. Use us for your glory and whatever is accomplished, we'll praise you if we ask it in Jesus' holy name. Ask if anyone's got a song or testimony upon their heart. Let's pray for Vince. I just have something I want to want to share with you, and I'm old enough now to say, "This is how we did it in my day. We didn't use the phones." <laughs> uh, as I was sitting. Christmas Eve, Christmas morning in the house by myself, I was just thinking how alone I felt. And uh, for some reason, I had an inclination to open Tina's iPad, and this little article came up, and it said, if you're feeling alone on Christmas, read this article. And it's a story of a young girl. As much as she tried to keep a good attitude, it was not easy. She was far from home, miles from family, and her own bed. She had spent the last few days on crowded roads and during the winter chill. Money was scarce. Friends were nowhere near. A warm bed and a hot meal, the prospects were slim. Ask her which was worse, the pain in her heart or the pain in her back, and she'd be hard-pressed to make a choice. Her heart ached for her family. She felt estranged from them. Under normal circumstances, they would have been thrilled to learn of her pregnancy. But pregnant before the wedding, with her conservative family and her bizarre explanation, and to have to tell the man she was to marry that she was carrying a child who wasn't his, it was a miracle that he still married her, and another miracle was what she needed that night. At least that's how I imagined Mary felt. Of course I could be wrong. Within moments, the hand of the star hanger clutched Mary's finger. The feet of the skywalker lay in Joseph's palm. No wonder the angels filled the sky with worship. Any doubt of the Father's love disappeared the night God was wrapped in barnyard towels so the hay wouldn't scratch his back. In that moment, Mary knew it was worth it. The ache in her back, the ache in her heart, they faded away. The questions of how, the wonderings of when, they didn't linger. The inn had no place for her son, but that was all right. He would find a place in people's hearts. She and Joseph were far from home on the night of Jesus' birth. That was all right. Jesus was even farther from his home. There was no warm bed in which Jesus could sleep. No problem. In spite of the chaos, Christ came. Through a scandalous pregnancy, an imposed census, an untimely trip, and an overcrowded inn, God triumphed in Mary's story. In spite of sin and scandal, Christ came. And I read that and I thought, I'm not alone. And things looked up from there. And I just I wanted to share that with you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Just, the devil likes to let us think that we've got it worse than anybody, you know, and Jesus had it worse than all of us. And, uh, you know, he, he still conquered it all. And uh, with his Holy Spirit, he's given to us that we can be conquerors with him, you know. And, uh, um, but any, anyone else have anything upon their heart? Recently, uh, during our church services, uh, we've had uh, several people that were confused whether or not they were saved or not. Um, Bo, one of them, just um, figured out that he thought he was saved and he wasn't saved. Uh, we had another lady come and say that she had been saved or thought she was saved and then got saved later and never got baptized. Um, we've had a lot, lot of things like that. and. Uh, I, I've been thinking a lot about that. Um, uh, Terry told the story about the lady who told him, you must have it. You know, you must be okay. 
Um, well, that, that's not how, how it works. And uh, I, I remember for me, when I got saved, there was no doubt when I moved and I got saved. And the only thing I did, I, I didn't even, I don't even think I moved. I think I just leaned, you know, and, and took a step. But God knew my heart and he saved me right away. And I can remember going to the altar and feeling like I could have floated away. And I still got down and prayed, um, but I didn't need to. I, he saved me as soon as soon as I moved. And that was such a blessing to me. But years later, you know, well, there for a little while, you're in church and you do real good and um, you're just on the mountain. And then I got out of church and uh, the devil, he'll come around and he'll try to confuse you. And he'll try to say, well, you never got it. You, you want, you're not saved. How do you know you're saved? And he just keeps sowing all this stuff of um, lies and deceit and doubt and everything in your life. Because if he, if he can keep us in that state, he keeps us weak. Um, and, but I was, I was thinking, and uh, over here in First John uh, chapter 4, I'll read just a couple of scriptures and I'll get, get out of the way. Um, but, but this First uh, John 4.13, and it says, Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. Uh, he let me know, and he gave that to me. He placed that down in my soul, and that spirit is what I know that I'm saved. I know that he can move in my life. Um, I can sit down and read the Bible. I can listen to someone preach, someone sing. And that spirit bubbles up in me, and it lets me know that I belong to him. And that, that's one of the key things. And here's the next one, and it's a little farther down. That's verse 18. And it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out all fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And that, he's, it, this is spiritual it's talking about. It's not talking about being afraid of snakes or flying in an airplane or anything like that. It's talking about when you lay your head down at night. I can remember when I was lost and I was so afraid of dying and going to hell. I, I'd lay there and I would, I'd say, God, just don't let me die tonight. And uh, maybe next time I go to church, I'll get saved or you know, and I, I remember that fear, and it was so strong, and that conviction I had in church when God called to me. But after that time, when he saved my soul, and I've never had that fear again. That love casted out all fear. It says fear has torment. The hell is torment. I've never doubted. I've never feared hell ever since I got saved. The devil's come in. He's made me doubt. He's made me confused. Um, he's done all kinds of things to try to hinder me and keep me weak. But there's one thing I know for sure. I've never feared hell ever again, ever since he saved me. And if, you, if you're still lay down your head at night and you're afraid of hell, you got work to do. You've got to be seeking. But that, that's all I've got. I'll turn it over to Terry. Appreciate being here tonight. Good spirit here. Good to be in the Lord's house. Appreciate everything that's been done already. The singing and opening up. and uh, Brother Vince is sharing that uh, account with us. That's just uh, that's amazing. And uh, Brother Hendrickson, I appreciate him opening up a service. And sure good to be here. Now let me ask again, anybody else got anything before we uh, look to the preacher? If you got a testimony on your heart, you're welcome to share it. If you got a song, you're welcome to sing it. Just obey the Lord. We got a nice crowd tonight. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Thank the Lord for everybody cheer. All right, nobody's got anything we'll look pretty. Levi? Got something more to share with us, bud? Let's really pray for him. I was hoping he'd have some. And we really need to pray for him and lift him up with our prayers, and we appreciate Brother Levi. You, buddy. Hey, it's good to be back in the Lord's house. 
I'm thankful for the good Christmas that we've had and uh, thankful uh, that that day rep what that day represents. Uh, thankful for that was the birth of my Lord and Savior. And uh, I, I, might, I probably won't preach, but I was just sitting over there thinking about a scripture. You know, we uh, sung him songs about the blood that stained the old rugged cross and uh, the song about what a friend we have, Jesus. And uh, I was thinking, just thinking about a little scripture over here. And, and uh, I, I believe it's the... 10th chapter of John, so y'all just pray. I just want to do my little part and I'll get out of the way. And uh, it's the, I'll start in the 16th verse. And it says, And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. There shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doeth my father, or doeth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And I'm thankful for that this evening. Uh, what a friend we have. Uh, Why, wow. no man uh, killed my Lord and Savior, Billy Ray. Uh, they wasn't, no man uh, could have killed him. Uh, he, he went up on that cross on, according to his own free will. And he laid his life down for you. And the good part about that story, Billy Ray, is he uh, he brought it up again. Uh, why I believe why when that old uh, uh, that angel rolled that stone away, it wasn't uh, it wasn't to let him out. Uh, it was to let us know he wasn't in there. Uh, and I'm thankful for that this evening. And I'm thankful. Uh, uh, he said that's the commandment. Have I received of my Father? Uh, I'm thankful this evening I have a commandment that I've received of my Father. Uh, he let me know that one of these days he's going to raise me up uh, because my Jesus got up. And uh, if you're here and lost this evening, I want you to know you can have that commandment tonight. Uh, uh, the Bible says, why well, today's the day of salvation. And uh, why well, you can have it today. You ain't got to wait till tomorrow. Uh, you ain't got to wait till next week, but today's the day you can get it. And uh, I'm thankful uh, that, uh, like uh, my brother talked about, when the Lord saved me, uh, why he let me know he had me. And uh, I'm thankful for that morning down there at Fuson Chapel. Uh, Billy Ray, buddy, I can remember why it's the greatest day of my whole life. Uh, why when the Lord saved me. Uh, I can remember walking outside and it just looks so beautiful. And uh, I told them over at Continental a while back, I said, we didn't get out much. Uh, uh, but that day I said, we got to get out and celebrate. Why this is something to celebrate about. Why if you uh, get saved, why it's something you celebrate year round about. And uh, uh, I'm glad it's getting sweeter every day. Uh, so if you're here and lost this evening, why this is where you can get it. Uh, you can get the best uh, gift like Terry preached on the other day that you can ever have. Uh, and the dearest friend you can ever have. I'm glad that I can turn my face over to the wall uh, at all hours and uh, thank him for how good he's been to me. Or if I got a problem, I can take it to him and he'll help me. Uh, Why, well, that's the kind of friend he's got. Even when I wasn't a friend to him, he's always been a friend to me. Uh, there, there's nothing like him. There's not one to come going to be like him. And I'm thankful for that. Why, when uh, it says, uh, let me read this again. And it says, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Uh, that's He's talking about uh, him. Uh, he's going to be a shepherd, and we're going to be a sheep. And it's our job to get all the sheep into one fold. So one of these days when he comes back, why, he's going to gather us all up and take us home. 
uh, we're going to go home one of these days. And I've prayed many times. I want to look around, and I want to see everybody with me. Uh, that's what we got to do. we got to look around. we got to pray for one another. Pray for our lost people. And uh, we got to get us all in one fold so we can go home one of these days. So I'm going to turn it back over to my pastor. Well, thank the Lord for that preaching. That's the gospel. That's powerful. And uh, uh, just everybody stand. We'll get us a song here in a minute when, as soon as they get ready. While they're getting ready to sing, let me say a few things. Uh, Brother Levi preached about uh, two things specifically. About if you're lost, how you need to get saved and how you can get saved. Then the second thing was he preached about if you are saved, what you need to be doing to help others come in. Well, that just covers everybody. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, you need to seek the Lord. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. You know, I preached on that Sunday. And Levi mentioned that. He preached right along that line. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, let me appeal to you. Come and let's pray about it. Uh, come and seek the Lord tonight while he may be found. And while we sing this song, whatever your need is, if you need to get saved or you need to rededicate your life, whatever it is, come and get in. Sing when you're ready. Obey the Lord tonight. God's here. God's here. And I believe he's calling. Oh, I believe he's calling. And if you feel that down inside, come. Uh, you, ought to, you ought to come quickly. Obey the Lord. Come to him. Seek him. Seek him while he may be found. Obey him tonight, children. Come on. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody has sinned. But Jesus died so everybody have a chance to get saved. And that means you. If you want to go to heaven, you got to be born again. Come on tonight. Come on. While the church is singing and God's calling, go out and feel it tonight. Obey the Lord. Please come. You're welcome. Get back in here and help if you need to, buddy. Glad to have you. Obey the Lord. Please come. Amen. He read the scripture and he preached from it. We'd all hear his voice. I'm glad when I was a lost boy I heard his voice. It scared me real bad. It showed me I was lost. That was frightful to me. But that same voice told me I could be born again. And when I trusted that and I got born again, it's like Levi said, that's the best thing ever happened to me. Best day of my life. Like Brother Henderson said, best thing it ever was. Please obey the Lord. Like Brother Vince said, from there on, we're never alone. Praise God. Praise God, I'm never alone. He said, I'll never leave you. He's the best friend I could ever have. He will be for you too. Obey the Lord. And if you're here tonight and you've been saved and you just haven't been following Jesus like you should, come to the altar and pray. Don't be ashamed. He was willing to go to the cross for you. We need to be willing to go to the altar for him. Why not? Nothing wrong with coming to the altar. Somebody needs to come. Amen. Boy, good singing and, and good praying. Uh, I could just feel the church praying while, uh, while, while the preacher was preaching and then while we're singing and uh, making the invitation. Well, I, I could just feel that. And uh, I know as a lost person, sometimes I'd sit in the church house and sometimes I'd, I'd have such a wrestling match within me about, should I go to or should I not? I'd feel like, yeah, I should go. And then there'd be something saying, oh, you better not go right now. And uh, just back and forth. 
But I want to say this to you, what my experience taught me. If I'm wrestling about whether I need to go to the altar or not, I need to go. I need to go. Because uh, God, when he calls to you, the old devil tries to fight against that, so that makes the controversy. That makes the wrestling match. If you're here tonight and you need to come and pray, uh, please do that. Uh, one more verse. One more verse. Somebody needs to come. And whatever your case is, uh, it's your move. It's up to you. Your choice. Come and get your gift. Jesus has got it. He wants to give it to you. It's free for you and me. He paid the price. Come on. If you're lost, you do not have to stay lost. You do not have to die and go to hell. But it's your choice that makes the difference. Jesus already paid the debt off. But you have to come and claim your part of it by faith. Please come. Please come. You can or you cannot. Up to you. Up to you. I wish you'd come. Boy, there's some folks here. I've I just got a longing for you to come. And I can't see in your heart and don't know your mind. It feels to me like you must be feeling it. Because I've got a good burden for you. And that was good preaching. Amen. Amen. Good singing again. Okay. As far as I feel like I can go, you won't say anything else, you're welcome. But okay. Good to be here tonight. Appreciate this good crowd. Good spirit. Good time to be in the Lord's house. Anybody else got anything on your heart or mind to say or do? I've got a few announcements to make. Uh, if you want to just be sitting down, just go ahead and I'll make these announcements. And uh, I mentioned this uh, here, this uh, invitation invitation to come to Sulphur Springs Baptist Church that's down by Williamsburg, Kentucky. The Sulphur Springs Baptist Church upon the request of Ryan's Creek Baptist Church have set Brother Stone Hunter aside to ordain him as a minister of the gospel on July the 13th, 2024 at 2 p.m. We're requesting the presence of your ordained men to sit on the council. We're asking the ordained men to meet at 1.30 to form the council. If weather becomes an issue for those traveling to be with us, the service will be postponed one week at a time until we're able to meet for the ordination. And so, as you could figure from that, uh, of course, Stone announced his calling a good while back and been preaching, doing real good. And Ryan's Creek hadn't had a pastor, and so they had him come up there and he'd been preaching for him. Then they asked him to be the pastor. He had it on his heart. So Ryan's Creek wrote a letter to Sulphur Springs and said, would you please ordain Stone Hunter so he can be our pastor? And so that's, that's about to take place on the 13th of January. And... Uh, then I want to get my phone out so I can get this address just right. Uh, give you the information on the funeral for uh, preacher Perry Blue. Okay, visitation, that's going to be uh, Friday, this Friday. Visitation will be from 12 to 1 and the funeral will be at 1. That's at the Marker and Heller Funeral Home. And the address is 5844 Old Troy Pike. Huber Heights, Ohio, that's down by Dayton. And uh, again, that's a visitation from 12 to 1, and then the funeral service at 1 o'clock. And so remember that. Now, uh, Tim Barnes is having a visitation here on Friday night, and it starts at 1 o'clock and goes till 3 o'clock. And so remember that. And uh, so pray for that. Uh, also, uh, remember the Sunday that's coming up. Uh, which, of course, will be New Year's Eve. Uh, on the Sunday morning service, we'll be having a baptizing, Lord willing. So pray for that baptizing. Uh, God's blessed some of our baptizings. Well, actually blessed all of them, but just blessed some of them so great. And I believe in those, some of those baptizings, God's touched other people's hearts. It's then come and got saved. And so we love to see that happen. So uh, pray for the baptizing uh, Sunday morning. And then uh, Sunday evening, uh, this coming Sunday, Sunday evening, six o'clock service uh preacher chase lay is going to be with us lord willing so we love brother chase and he preached revival here for us and 
and other service and, uh, and just did real good, and we're looking forward to having him. And so different ones as mentioned, and I mentioned this the other day. I uh, wonder if we could mention, could we have maybe some light refreshments after church Sunday night? That's New Year's Eve, and we can spend a little time in fellowship hall and fellowship with each other and fellowship with Brother Chase and uh, Sister Faith. And so uh, different ones mentioned that. So God willing, if we can, let's do that. Uh, just bring finger foods and desserts, just uh, uh, light kinds of foods. And uh, if we can get together and do that, and then we can fellowship. And I, I think we can have just a real good uh, New Year's Eve fellowship after the service is over. And I see a lot of you nodding. I kind of feel that way myself. And uh, uh, and, and uh, Linda asked me to ask this. Said if anybody is able to help with the cleanup after the service, said tell. Uh, uh, come tell either her or her sister uh, can't think of your name uh, <laughs> Vivian tell sister Vivian and because uh, there's a lot of work in cleaning up and uh, so if you can help with that uh, just uh, tell her and uh, be part of that cleanup after that's over and uh, so that'll be good so anything else before we come to close all right, if not, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. Ask uh, Brother Ryan to pray dismissal.